Hello, wrestling fans, and welcome to the latest edition of the Weekend Wrestle Podcast. Nate Maxson, your host, here with you, and I am joined this week by my brother Aaron. What's up, it, Pop It? And Senior Archie Mitchell. What is up? This week on the show, we are going to discuss Vigi Games, as Hank Hill calls them. Vigi Games. Vigi um, Games. But yes, we're going we're gonna to discuss video games, and we do have a match of the week that was selected by Mr. Mitchell himself. The match of the week, yeah. I'm finding, is more a vehicle, less to talk about the match, more to talk about the guys involved in the match. Because uh, like while I, was, while I was watching this match, I mean, I was watching the match, but most of what I was writing down was my thoughts about the four guys involved in the match. Exactly, exactly. Which, which we will definitely get into four great talents. And the funny part is, is I have to... Go ahead, Arch. Go ahead, Arch. No, go ahead, Arch. Sorry. I happened upon this match by accident because I was looking for Vader's WCW theme song and the match was sitting there under the theme song and I'm like, hey, wait a minute. I didn't know dudes are called Vader and Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> so I watched it. I'm like, we got we to gotta review this. Yes, and that is the match that we're going to discuss. It is Bam Bam Bigelow and, and what Big I was going to say, sorry, like like Nate talking about how oh, it's it's more of a talking about the guys in the match. Honestly, who wants to um, um, sit and listen to us go hold for hold through a match? You know what I mean? It's like that's not right. what it is. That would be boring. But yeah, just saying that's that's what I like about it. But yeah, the match we're going to be talking about the guys and the stuff surrounding it. The match we're going to be discussing is from March twenty first, nineteen ninety one. It's from the Japan, the WCW New Japan Super Show that they did. Um, that actually one. had the match with Ric Flair and uh, Tatsumi Fujinami for the right. NWA Championship as the main event. Some of the other matches on the card, like we said, it's going to be Vader and Bam Bam versus Doom, is what we're talking about. Some of the other matches on the card, the great Muda beat Sting. Ricky Choshu beat Tiger Jeet Singh. Oof. Ew. El, El Gigante beat Big Cat Hughes. Which is Mr. Hughes. So that was probably a fucking disaster. Oh, yeah. The Steiner brothers defeated Hiroshi Hase and Kensuke Sasaki. I'm sure that was pretty good. I don't know if I've ever yeah. seen it. Oh, yeah. Arn Anderson and Barry Windham defeated Masa Saito and Masahiro Chono. Probably a good one, too. Jushin Liger defeated Akira Nagami. <laughs> good thing this was two minutes long, because I'm sure it was just a showcase for the first guy. Scott Norton defeated the Equalizer. Oh, God. Like, why did they bother flying not, the Equalizer not, to Japan? Yeah, why did Dave Sullivan, Sullivan need to be in Japan? <laughs> <laughs> Shiro so, Kushinaki. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, though, um, Japanese people like that kind of wrestler, though. Because he has to run out and chase them and shit like that. They're into that. The big, scary American man. Shiro Koshinaka, Kuniyaka Kobayashi, and Takayuki Izuka defeated Tim Horner, Brian Pillman, and Tom Zank. Nate, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I think your brain's just floating. I think I just got Bell's palsy. 
<laughs> um, just so you know, Nate, I re- like I like looking at the card and going down them like I did last week. I looked at this one. I'm like, I'm not trying that. <laughs> yeah. So good job, buddy. Yeah, but the the joke was the joke was the fact that it was these complicated Japanese names and then three good I got white the joke. Guy names. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the opener, Animal Hamaguchi, Kengo Kimura, Asamo Kido, and Kantaro Hoshina Jesus. defeat defeated Super Strong Machine, Hiro Saito, Tatotoshi Goto, and Norio Honaga. Nice. You know, the, Jap- the, the Japanese guys that do their podcast talking about American wrestling got it easy. They're like, right. it was Tom Zink. Right. Brad, Tom Warner. Tom, Tom Zink, the flying, oh. the flying well, whatever. And- Ichiban Hulk Hogan. That was, that was one of like- my favorite parts of this match was the announcers because it was announced in Japanese. Every, like, every two minutes we're going, NWA WCW, just over and over <laughs> yeah. and over again. There's also a, there's also a time during the match. I swear to God, I swear to God, and I, it was probably just the guy was saying something in Japanese, but I don't know if you guys caught it, but it sounded like he kept saying, "You bet on it, you yes, bet yes. on it." Oh Did you God. catch that? Yes. <laughs> Maybe that's his catchphrase. <laughs> it might be. Is this gonna be? Is this gonna be a good show today? You, you bet, bet it. Mito, you bet you bet it. <laughs> but um that's the thing too. Like they talk about how back in the day rest, like Japanese wrestlers would come over here and they just call him like Mr. Something or other. It's like, come on. You think fucking some hillbilly commentator is gonna be able to be Kawanta Kamanaki Saito? It's like Matt, we're just gonna call him Mr. Saito. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know what? Good. Let's simplify Bla- it. You know what? Black Ninja. That's your name. Right. Black Ninja. Black Ninja. <laughs> or you go the TNA route and you make him a guy from the Green Lantern and name him Kato, which yeah. made no sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I got the tongue twister out of the way. So let's talk about the guys that are in our main event for this show for this week, anyway. It is. Big Van Vader and Bam Bam Bigelow, who were a great team in Japan, also great rivals in Japan, and two of the best big men ever, against one of the most, to me, underrated tag teams, or I guess not underrated, but just not talked about enough tag teams. Agreed. Of the team of Duke. They didn't have a long which read. They didn't have a long like run, though. I think that's part of it. Well, but see that that I don't know, because really in reality. What? How long was Demolition's run? Two and a half, three years? Right. Doom was you know about I mean? the same, about two years. Um, you know, and then they had... I mean, and, I'm, and I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not... I understand what you're saying, Aaron. I wasn't shitting on what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, it, it to me, it's, it just seems like they, you know, you know what I mean? No, I agree. And, and it was two different time careers when... with that tag team. And my thing, too, is, like, looking at this match, it's like, when Bam Bam Bigelow is the least ass-kicker in this match, you're like, oh, this is going to be gonna be a rough one. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, this is just yes. four guys who can just kick the shit out of anybody. 
that's Aaron. That was the first thing I noticed, like in the first five minutes. I love Japanese strong style, but this was beyond strong style. They worked stiff. Yeah, they were oh, really that first, into that, each other. That first, that first slam that Ron Simmons gave Vader, I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I know what this is gonna be. <laughs> yeah. Then when Vader whole hit crowd Reed did, in the were... corner with the splash, and Reed just fell down, like Reed was out of the corner a little bit, and Vader collided with him, and Reed just falls down, like, oops, and it's like, oh, he hit him hard. He was not holding back one bit. But I'm guessing that crowd knew it when he slammed Vader. Right there. That crowd knew it when he slammed Vader too, because that whole that whole building was that whole stadium was like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that was, was the other great the thing campus. about this. That was the great thing about I liked about this match. This was pre Vader and Simmons feud, which they only had one or two matches together, but this was before Simmons ever got near Vader with the world title. So you got a glimpse into what the future was going to be. So. Speaking on Vader, um, I never didn't like his look, but this is my, this is like my favorite Vader look. Oh yeah. The mask is amazing on him. The mask and the tights and all that. It's like that. That's when he looks yeah. coolest. I thought. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Well, and, and also just to the, to, to, to that about his look. I remember as a kid, you know, right around this time when they first introduced him on WCW TV <laughs> to us and they showed the videos and then he had his little debut match with Tom Zank. I think it was on one of the Clash of the Champions or something. And it was, it was one of the, you know, WWF always had those larger than life characters and I'm not knocking WCW. I'm talking about me as a kid. The WWF always had those larger than life characters. And I just remember Vader with that big fucking Mastodon helmet. Yeah. And the look, the mask, the look that he had. Like, I remember he was the first guy on WCW, I guess, as a kid, where I just like, it caught me off guard. And I was just like, whoa, that is different. <laughs> you know, like, that is really different. He was leaps There wasn't down. anybody. Right. And there wasn't anybody like him over here either. Right. You know what I mean? Just like there wasn't anybody that was that big that companies will let wrestle that way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was before. If you were a big dude, even if you were good, you had to like scale it back and work as a big, you know what I mean? Like, right. You had to be Bundy. Everybody was basically Bundy. Yeah. I mean, Bammer was close, but Bammer's a different style than Vader. You know what I mean? Right. And Bam Bam would Bam 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 would work Bam Bam would work down to his opponent too. Yeah. Where whereas as a big guy Vader made his opponent work up to him, Bam Bam would just just go ahead and you know like and I'm not knocking I just I'm just thinking of this as an example, and I'm not knocking this guy because he was great for what he was, but just like two nights ago I was watching an episode of Primetime Wrestling. And the match was Bam Bam Bigelow versus One Man Gang. And this is no knock on One Man Gang, because for being a big monster heel against a guy like Hogan or whatever, he did a great job. But you could tell Bam Bam was slowing down and working down oh, yeah. to what oh, yeah. to what the gang could do. You know what I mean? I agree with that. Vader would have just went in there and guzzled him. Yeah, Vader would have just knocked him around, made him all jiggly. <laughs> And the thing about one man gang, yeah, I know we're not he's not in this match, but he's not gonna have like, you know, 
the best moves as like a big guy or whatever. But that dude was, was a bump taker for being as big as he was. Yeah. Oh yeah. But he'd like he'd do like twinkle toe type bumps and shit like that. It's like <clears throat> was he was he a Vader or a Bam Bam? No, but like bumping wise, that dude was a bump machine for being as big as he was. Yeah, and somebody along somebody along the way also told taught him about being animated. Like they were like, you are limited in what you can do, so do the most with what you have. Like, he's one of them guys that, like, during the whole match, he made sure that he made big noises. I am glad that eventually somebody told him to cut his long hair. Because if you've ever seen, like, footage of him in Mid-Atlantic yeah. or when he first comes into Mid-South and he's got that, he looks like he looks like if, uh, if, if Bob Seger just completely gave up. <laughs> right. Exactly. He has that, that really bad hairdo, that almost that hairspray band hairdo, but it's just, it's un- unkempt. You know, <laughs> it just doesn't work. That mohawk really set him apart after he did it. Yeah. For some reason, when he was he had the same body the whole time, but when he had the long hair, he just looked sloppy. Yeah. So when he cut his hair, it's like, for some reason, it made him not look sloppy. Like, it was yeah, just, somebody's... he was just a big dude then. Yep. Somebody eventually. Somebody eventually. I forget which promotion. Probably when he got to mid south, like Bill Watts. So yeah, cut that hair, buddy. Right. <laughs> you look like um, an unmade bed. This is not yep. how we do things here. Yeah. <laughs> we because I think by the time he winds up in world class, he's got the mohawk. Um, but yeah. So we weren't talking about one man gang. <laughs> we were talking about. Um, Vader, Bigelow, and Doom. And somebody correct me on my time if I'm wrong here, but am I correct that I think Doom had already split up in the U.S.? A little bit, but there was no story given. Well, they had turned. uh, Well, Reed had turned on Simmons because they I think they lost to the Steiners or some shit, and then Reed turned on him. And the reason I knew that was because I like when I looked at the show, I was like, "Oh, this is when Fujinami beat Flair, so Flair's gonna, so Fujinami's gonna come to the U.S. and fight him at the first Super Brawl because uh, Ron and Butch fight at Super Brawl, right? That's their yeah, blow off to their feud. So obviously, in the in the commentary, I don't know if they were talking about that. I mean, right. I know it's not not to spoil anything. I know at the end. Reed attacks Simmons or whatever, but so I don't know if in the commentary well, they were trying to put over the fact that these guys were contractually obligated or what. Because I did notice it's not on the video, like their VHS, it's not on there, right? Like on the American release, the match to, isn't on it. I don't know if it you was. Mentioned, I don't you know mentioned if they just. That, I don't know if they just. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. You, you go ahead. I was just like when I watched it, I'm like. At first, I was like, I wonder if they took that off there because they were like, this doesn't work with our angle. But then when I thought about it, I'm like, WCW didn't care about shit like that. Not yet, anyway, right? You mentioned Reed uh, beating down Simmons after the match. I saw it more as just two guys getting frustrated and punching each other in the face for a few seconds. You know what I mean? Because Simmons got in his shots, too. So it was like, yeah. you really lost? You lost? Yeah, I lost. Okay, well, here, take a shot in the face. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think the tr- I think the translation of the commentators is, um, I don't think Ron Simmons and Butch Reed will be tag teaming anymore. You right. bet on it. You bet on it. <laughs> <laughs> but just to talk about just to talk about those two guys for a minute, um, 
I think I think that Ron Simmons, I think Ron Simmons had the career that he deserved. He got to be a world champion. He deserved that. Everywhere Definitely. he worked, everywhere he worked, he was a main eventer, whether you know, WWF or whatever. You know, it's he's one of those guys, WWF hired him, and yeah, for the first couple of weeks they put that silly gimmick on him. But overall, he's one of those guys that they got a guy and they knew what they had. And they did a great job with him too. And he deserves mad respect, and he's one of the greats. And Butch Reed, I think, I think, I mean, I don't know a lot about it, but it sounds to me a lot like Butch Reed got in his own way as far as push, push wise. Everything goes. I've, everything I've, everything I've read, he was a flake. He either really? just did not like what was going on and leave, or just fucking bumble something and not show up. Yeah, like, I mean, he was he was supposed there, to be Ricky there, Steamboat there, for the Intercontinental title. Yeah, he it wasn't supposed to be Hong Kong like, man. That's like those things. Like that's like a. I was just gonna bring that up. You know, there's stories like that in wrestling, and then eventually like, something comes out. You know, that like kind of debunks it or whatever. But nothing's ever come back and like debunked that. Yeah, like everybody that's talked about it brings it up. So I'm like, that's true. Like, they that's a real thing. Like, um. I, w- I don't listen to, like, a lot of wrestling podcasts, but I do, like, reading excerpts from it and shit like that, you know? Did you guys read what, uh, like, talking about a wrestling myth, did you guys read what JR said about Macho Man? No. Apparently on his what podcast. Did what did he say? Um, it, was like a, it was like an Ask Me Anything, and Jim Ross, somebody asked Jim Ross about why Randy didn't come back in 2001 or whatever when they bought WCW. All that shit, mm-hmm. and Jim Ross said he's the reason that nobody like he's like I didn't call him, I didn't want him here. Wow, like he said that guy was a pain in the ass to work with. Nothing was ever good enough. Every it was like pulling teeth trying to get him to do anything that wasn't his idea. He was I didn't want him. He's like I didn't want that guy in my locker room. Like everybody talks about how it's like oh Vince didn't want him there because of all the heat or whatever, and that's mm-hmm. part of it. But Jim Ross was the guy that was like nope. And that was his job at that time. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. He was the gatekeeper. Talent acquisition. And he was like, I'm not, I don't think that guy would be good for our locker room, Vince. Like he said it was brought up and he shot it down. He said, Nope. Not going to happen. I just thought that was like, so like shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like for years, mm-hmm. it was like, Oh, Vince, 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 Vince. No, it was Jim Ross also being like, Nah, I agree with yeah. Vince. The guy ain't going to be here. The greatest, the greatest thing about that whole Butch Reed with with Steamboat thing is how, literally, up until now, now that Gunter has has uh, uh, gone past it, but literally the, at that time, the longest reign in Intercontinental Title history was a margin of was a, a, a uh, what do you want to say a folly of errors. Like the first thing that happened in the situation, Ricky Steamboat, they just gave him that huge match with with savage at wrestlemania right right it, it's what two months later and he asked <laughs> vince essentially bonnie steamboat convinced ricky to ask vince for time off so that pissed vince off and vince is like well right. fuck it then you're gonna drop the belt that i just gave you so then he decided he wanted him to lose it to butch reed well then butch reed didn't show up 
and Vince was like, he's still going to lose the title, and now I'm going to embarrass him and Butch Reed by making him lose it to the Honky Tonk Man. And that's how we got the Honky Tonk Man as the Intercontinental Champion. Right. Everybody, well, well, yeah. everybody pissed Vince off that day, so the Honky right. Tonk Man got the belt. And Honky probably like, showed his office like, hey, bro, that's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> like, Butch Reed doesn't show up, so then Vince McMahon's like, shit, I just told this guy I'm taking the belt off him tonight. Like, I can't lose face. Who's the most ridiculous person that this guy's not going to want to put over? Right. Who's the guy in the locker room that everybody thinks is a joke? Oh, Honky Tonk Man. Like, he wasn't a liked guy by a lot of people. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Hogan liked him. Brett liked him at that time. But, like, there were people that just thought he was, uh, they just didn't like him. He's got an abrasive personality or whatever. And Vince is like, all right, what's worse than making him just lose the belt? We're gonna make him lose the belt too. The honky tonk man, bad. right? Like, like I don't, I don't think the story. There was a story where when Butch didn't show up, Vince McMahon basically said the next person that walks by him is gonna be the guy that loses to that that Ricky loses to. I don't believe that. No. I don't think Vince is that that. He wasn't. Gonna, yeah, he wasn't gonna put the he wasn't gonna put the belt belt on fucking Sam Houston. And, but. You know what? As crazy it, as Vince is with some of these things, you never can tell. You're right. You're that's true. You know? That's true. So does anybody want uh, to honky wouldn't honky wouldn't ha- honky wouldn't have had that career if that well, wouldn't have happened? Does anybody would read <laughs> Yeah. Does anybody want to go through any specific spots or anything in that, that we haven't discussed that happened in this match before we move on to our topic? The only so I know, I know I we got, saying, I know we got off the match a little bit, but the only thing that I would say is I was a little bewildered by how the match ended, because when you got guys like Vader and Bam Bam who could come off the top rope the way that they do, and Japan being known for loving that kind of style, it's like you know they love their strong style, but they also like seeing seeing crazy big moves. Seeing it end with just a splash was like what, you yeah. know what I mean, like. Did they maybe run over time and they told them to go home? Or, you know, because, like, we, the what match we, we did last week, we said they went over. You know what I mean? It was 30 minutes. It shouldn't have been that long. This match got 16 minutes at the most and with entrances. And Vader just flashed Reed in the middle of the ring, and it was like, okay, it's over. And I, right. I thought it was weird that we didn't see a Vader assault or a, even a Bam Bam headbutt or anything like that. But it's possible these guys weren't doing those those moves maybe in these matches yet. You know, they had them in their arsenal, but weren't pulling them out yet. Well, I was just going to say that about midway through the match, there I think there it, it, there was like a little bit of a breakdown of communication, and I think yeah. they started working a little little rough, like legit rough with each other. Oh yeah, but so I think that might have had something to do with it. But yeah, it was kind of a weird, wonky, just kind of flat finish. Out of nowhere, yeah, it kind of get, it came out of nowhere. Like if I wouldn't have been, if I wouldn't, you know, you're when you're watching a match on YouTube or whatever, you can obviously see the timer, you know. So it's like, oh, well, right. the, the the finish must be coming up soon. But if I wouldn't have been, if I wouldn't have been watching on YouTube or something, and and the timer wouldn't have been going on the on the tape, um, or on the video, caught off guard. Yeah, I would have been caught off guard by the fact that that was the finish, right. I, I agree, you know, but the, yeah, these, these four guys were teeing off on each other. Like I said, after that first five minutes, it's like they threw the rule book out the window and just went the hell with it. We're fighting. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't know if somebody said something or did something or didn't hear something, but like Aaron said, they definitely went off the rails a little bit. And then when they finally got back on track, we're just like, okay, time to end it. So. But overall, if you've never seen the match, I definitely recommend checking it out. Uh, oh, yeah. It's easy. It's easy to find on YouTube. Um, but yeah, if you've never seen it, uh, it's, it's definitely, cause I don't know. I mean, if I ever saw it, I don't remember having seen it. I don't. That's so. what I said. I, when, when I found it, I was like, I didn't know this match existed. So. That's what's great about YouTube. Because if we yep. wouldn't have YouTube, we would have never seen it. Because it wasn't on the video. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's why we had right. never seen it before. Right. Fun two and a half hours. Yeah, it was. So now that we've discussed our match of the week and the stars involved, all deserved high praise, we're going to talk about a personal top five list of each of our own top five favorite video games. I can't not say it like Hank Hill video games. And I promise that none of mine are going to be, have been probably have been released within the last 10 years, but that is what it is. Um, I don't know who wants to start, but well, I was just going to say, well, like Arch was saying, you, video games, it's a good topic because it's a, it's a universal thing. And everybody in our age group, I mean, it was like part of our lives. You know what I mean? I don't play as much as I used to, but like on a blockbuster and renting the game. and Right. Because our mom didn't let us buy a lot of games, but right. it's just... They love, you know what I mean? Like, sorry, I, I agree. but like, like, I wasn't the coolest kid in school. Like, so there were times where it's like my video game was my thing. You know what I mean? But yeah, and anyway. and I actually, I actually play. Probably the past two years, I've played more than I played the ten years prior because I got a Nintendo Switch. And I have the subscription service where you can play the Nintendo games and the Super Nintendo games right. and the N64 games. And um, I found my, and they, they've ported a lot of older games onto the Switch that you can play on there now. So I actually find myself now, like other than, say, the, like the newest Star Wars game comes out for the PS5 or whatever. Obviously, I'm going to play that because I'm a Star Wars geek. But I find right. myself playing the old shit um, on the Switch more than anything else. Like unless you're a hardcore gamer, unless you're a hardcore gamer, which there's nothing wrong with people being. I have buddies that are, I guess, telling Archie that'll like, I'm like I'm gonna get off of work, go home, make a steak, and drink twelve beers. This guy's like, I'm gonna go home and play some fucking adventure game that I've never heard of. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's fine. But video games, unless, like I said, unless you're like a hardcore gamer, it's kind of like wrestling or music. Right. Where... You're staying in niche. Stuff that back in your day, that's that's what I want to play, you know. I uh, waited a couple of years back, uh, Sarah and I, my wife, for when they came out with the mini Nintendo Classic because she wanted it so badly so we could play the old games. And then she modded it and got like 500 of the old Nintendo games on there. Yeah. And that's all I played for like a year was just sitting there with the old Nintendo and playing Mario or Zelda or whatever because the older games still appealed to me. You yeah, know, I don't know if you. Said, I don't. I don't want to play an adventure game. I'm a sports game guy or a, you know, old school. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of the same way. Like, I don't play a lot of. I I play I play um I play my hockey game on my PS5, but hockey's really the only pro sport that I'm into. So I don't I don't play Madden. I don't play I don't play NBA. I don't play any of that stuff. I don't even know if Madden's still a thing, but um, it is. I was telling Aaron that before he came back that I'm a sports game guy. I like the wrestling games, golf, baseball, football, basketball. But it's not the same game. Like Madden used to allow you to actually just play the football game. You mm-hmm. just started the game and went into a, a game. You know, pick your team and go get go ahead and another team. Now it's set your lineup, hire a new head coach, uh, hire the water boy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like I didn't want to be a coach. I want. I didn't want to be the owner. I want. I want to play football. <laughs> You know? I'm not a big. I don't. I don't play a lot of football games or anything. But, right. Um, you know what I think. Um, you know what I think caused that. Probably fantasy football like caused that trend that you're talking about. Right. Is that when when fantasy sports became a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Now they want to give you the whole and now, field. It, and now people can go online and play it. So it's like now I'm going to build my team and I'm going to right. I'm going to beat this other guy and talk shit to some. Little twelve-year-old kid in Belgium. Right, right. <laughs> that kid's gonna talk shit to you because he's better at it than you are. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I'll go first with my first one. I'm at my number five. I actually have them numbered from one through five this week. And number me, five, me I have, I have Goldeneye for the Nintendo sixty-four James Bond game. Um. I was never a big James Bond fan up until this game and movie came out. And I can remember being 12 years old when it came out and me and my dad playing it all day, every day, even until the you know late night hours, even though I had school the next day, until we beat it. You know what I mean? It was a, the first first-person shooter I ever really got into. That's what I was about to say. That game isn't even so much good because it's a it's a James Bond game. That's not why it became such a thing. And another game what? on my list, another game on my list that we'll get to eventually is my jam sandwich as far as that goes, but it's the aspect of like you said, staying up all night with a buddy or a brother or family member or somebody right. playing that game against each other. Right. Um it's just you know, it's exciting. It was exciting. It was an exciting thing, and right. I you know. suck at first-person games. Like I suck at that. I do too. But for some reason, like I, made you good at it. Like if I can't see my character, I I can't do it. I don't know why that is. I'm the same. So, like, Nate would want me to play Halo with him or whatever. We play Halo, and he just fucking smoked me the entire <laughs> time. And I'm just like, I'm not having fun playing this. Like, right. <laughs> And Nate wasn't a big brother that let you win. Like he didn't he didn't even ever let me be Mario. Every fucking time I had to be Luigi. Jesus Christ. Let me be Mario. That's funny. Like, nope, I'm uh, Mario. I'm I'm older and bigger. Like when you realize Mario's smaller than Luigi, right? It's a me, Mario. It's a not me. I'm never Mario. <laughs> But no, Goldeneye. It was it was a good looking game, or, or um, Goldeneye. It was a good looking game too. I mean, oh, the graphics the were was great. Yeah, the sixty four was crazy. It was a crazy fucking system. Yep. Yep. I, the one thing I remember about every N sixty four game was when you saw it, your exact words: "They're never going to make graphics better than this." 
Yeah. <laughs> Fast forward 30 years later, and the graphics are just like watching television. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, do, I remember that too. Like, you know, you jump from, we jumped from the SNES to the N64. And right. yeah, like you said, like you're pretty much like you're as a kid, your jaw dropped. Like, I can't believe right. how good this looks. <laughs> and now, like, kids now look at it and be not so much more now because kids are getting more into like nostalgic shit or whatever. But there'd be times when people be like, that game looks like shit. Why are you playing that? And it's like, right. it's cool, man. You don't realize what it was like. Right. We grew up with 8, 16, and then jumped to 64 graphics. We were ahead of the game at 64. I remember when my son was like 8 years old. And by that time, by that time, at least the PS3 was out. So right. I'm talking to him about older games. You know, he's playing games on his PS3 or whatever. And mm. he's thinking that the game, the older games weren't as fun. He's thinking they didn't look as good, which they didn't. But his biggest thing was they weren't as fun and they weren't as challenging. So then I was like, ha ha, ha ha, here's Mega Man. Beat Mega Man, beat Mega Man and tell me they're not challenging because Mega Man will make you throw your fucking controller. Right. (laughs) Beat Paper Mario. Beat Paper Mario and tell me again that these games are challenging. Right, yeah. Back in the day, people would be like, not people like me, I'd even say, like, this fucking game is rigged. Yeah, this is rigged. You can't win this shit. I, there's no way you can make that jump. Yeah, and <laughs> you're rigged. You just the, right. the only video game, the only video games that were ever rigged were arcade games. Those are rigged because they wanted right. people to keep plunking quarters into it. But anyway, well, Aaron, <laughs> what's your number five? Well, um, I did, I kind of just kind of I put my number one as my number one and just kind of put the other ones on the list. I wasn't as professional as you guys, but um, Mario three. Start with that. Oh, you just took it off my list. Super Mario Good three. Game. Super Mario Brothers three is number two on my list of favorite video. I had games. it as an honorable mention. I had it as an honorable mention. So well, if you want to. If you want to, if you want to wait, I can talk about my honorable mention. No, you can talk about Mario. We'll, we'll get we'll do honorable mentions when we're done. Okay, I only have one, but um, it was just I think the best Mario game, and it was super fun. And um, everybody's talking about wanting to do the whistle. It's like I didn't want to do the whistle. I want to beat this fucking thing. You know what I, I mean? Didn't, and, Aaron, the and first it looked time good. I beat the game, I didn't know the whistle existed. So it took me like to go back and play it to know, oh, there, there's something to warp. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I didn't know what the whistle was. And it looked good. And yeah. it was the first one where um, they kind of let humor get involved in it. You know what I mean? Right. And I just I just think it's <laughs> I think it's a aesthetically pleasing, fun game. And it had all the fun suits. It was the first time you had all the fun suits that you could wear. Right. Yeah, like, like when you could turn just... into like a flying raccoon or whatever. Yeah. That shit was great. Yeah. The one where you, the one where you could turn into stone for a minute, so the impo- opponent yeah, the, would just the, walk the past Koopa you. couldn't get you. Yeah, or, ju- or, or jump into a boot and and step on people. Yeah, a big wind up <laughs> boot, you know, or a but frog. It's also it's also funny. Like if you guys think about it, like video games now. Like, they'll tell you, oh, this game is 23. Like, if you look at the playtime for it, it's like 23 hours. Take your time in it. 
back in our day, a video game was like, if you slow down, we're gonna fucking scroll you off the screen. We'll throw you in right. a fucking pit. Right. <laughs> right. Like, if you don't keep right. up, you're fucking dead. Right. <laughs> you now they're like, oh, take your time. Take your time. This one was like, we're gonna scroll this screen, and if you don't keep up, we're throwing you in a fucking Look, pit. Even when, even when the screen didn't scroll, Aaron, you couldn't put Mario in a corner somewhere and get up and go walk away if you didn't have a pause feature. He'd be dead by the time he came back. Yeah, because time it's would made, run out. Right. So if you didn't pause that game, you were dead when you started. And the other thing, really quick, I want to say about Mario while it's on my mind is you guys tell me if you agree with me. Although I like, although I like some of them, I don't think that once video games got quote unquote where Mario games got quote unquote 3D that they were ever as good as the side scrolling Mario games. I agree. Mario I think, World the, the the one that came out for 64 the first one was fantastic but nothing compares to the original Nintendo and Nintendo uh, the Super Nintendo. That's the best I don't know what you call it, like side. Side what you call it, Nate? Side. Yeah, side. That's like that's the best guy. Side scrolling game. Without a doubt, in my opinion. Well, the flying fish were my biggest fucking Achilles heel. (laughs) My big, my biggest Achilles heel was any level with ice. (laughs) Slipping and a sliding off to my death. Believe it or not, and that's a dick. I, that's a dick move too. It's like we're gonna push you off if you don't keep up, but then we're gonna hit you in a hat in a situation where you get pushed back. Right. Yeah, right Mario three, great game. My number five, I guess, kind of speaks to uh, the original um, thing of what this podcast is. Number five on my list: WWF No Mercy. That was oh, my number you one. My number, you, you took mine. <laughs> you took my number one. Nicely done, sir. My number Be- one, but it's on my list. Best wrestling the game greatest ever? wrestling ever. Ever. You can't beat it. It's it's such a do, good game you... that there are still games trying to copy it. Like, AEW just made their game with the same engine that No Mercy worked on. It's not as good. good. No, it's not as good, but they tried. That was a horrible game. Toilet. Like Toilet to this game. to this day, to this day, sometimes I'll just be walking around and be like, "Dig diggity, dig diggity no." Yeah, dig diggity no, right? <laughs> um, it's oh, also man. my favorite. It's also my favorite prank ever. It's the greatest right. prank I've ever done in my entire life. Okay. And I did it to my brother. <laughs> What do you do to your name? You know what it is? Go ahead and tell them. Um, I had a day off of work, and I got on Nate's N64 because you didn't need passwords and shit to get on somebody's system back in the day. And I took the time to take every single wrestler on his game and give them afros. (laughs) Like every single... Vince McMahon, Billy Gunn, <laughs> Viscera, all oh of my Godfather. God. Uh, even I even gave one to Stone Cold. 
They all had afros, and he turned on his game and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Everybody's got an afro. God damn it. Now I got to go back and change them all back. The one then, thing that used to anger me about that game, I don't know if you guys had that copy or not, the glitch that would happen when you got to a certain point in the game, or you guys mm-hmm. didn't have that copy because there were some, some copies that did glitch and some that did. No, I never had a glitch in mine. If you bought the Godfather's hoe from the marketplace, because there was a marketplace on the game, if you bought the hoe after she like would come out with Godfather one time, whole game would glitch and you'd lose everything you had. Oof. Yeah, that's an STD, that's what man. When you start, that's what happens when you start dealing with the hoes. Right. Um, when you buy a hoe, exactly. And the other great <laughs> thing is. It had that. It had that great opening video, you know. Yeah. But it would. It would. It would play the wrestlers on the video how you designed them in the game. Yep. So when he plugged it in, like Steve Austin's giving the finger and stunning Vince, and everybody has afros. <laughs> and my second favorite story to come out of um, No Mercy is funny when Nate was talking about his his boy with the games. Nate gave him his 64. Excuse me. And Sean would play the uh, No Mercy game. And, you know, No Mercy, Godfather would come out and offer you the hose, and you'd have yeah. to, like, decide if you wanted to you wanted to take them. It's funny, the innocence of children, because Sean would be like, Godfather keeps coming out and asking me if I want to go on dates with his lady friends or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> He's offering me dates with his girlfriends. I keep was, taking the dates. <laughs> I, I keep taking the dates. <laughs> you keep having the sex with hookers. Okay. <laughs> keep taking the dates. Oh I'm thinking, like, if it was his mind and it was real, Godfather would come out and be like, yo, player, you want to go on a date with her? Mm-hmm. Like, sure. I'll take her to I'm a in. movie and get some I'm ice cream. I'm out here. I'm out here renting dates nationwide. <laughs> my uh, my favorite story about this game was we used to do weekly tournaments of No Mercy, and it would always come down to me and somebody else, or me and like you know I I was always somewhere in the finals, and my friends realized that if you're having a one-on-one match, but you plug in the other two controllers, and you have four people in the game. You could bring out managers. So here I am in the finals trying to win. And this is like the last we're going to be playing the game for a little while. They bring out two managers and they just start throwing a bunch of chairs in the ring. Like ECW style. And they're just trying to get us to get disqualified to end the game. And they did it for like 15 minutes straight. We can't, they can't get us to stop the game. And then finally my oldest friend walks up to the wall and just, yeah, you fuckers have won enough. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> we yeah, never no played mercy. no mercy with each other after that. No mercy is just a great fucking game. It was one of the first no, games you could create your character. You could create whoever you wanted on it. You had a crazy roster. The storyline was fantastic because it went in different arcs. You know, you could, if you lost yeah, one match, you there's, went a different way. Yeah, there's no holes in it at all, in my opinion. No, great game. Next. 
Uh, my next one, number four, uh, is Grand Theft Auto 3 for the PlayStation 2. I uh, I never played part one or two before this. <laughs> My friends were all raving about it. You got to play it. You got to play it. You got to play it. So I, I went out and I got it. And I played this game for four and a half months before I finally beat it. Only to find I, out that they switched the ending. I, I just, I just want to say, well, it's on my mind. Mm-hmm. If they would have left GTA like one and two, it never would have became the franchise. Right. It was. No. Because one and two, one and two, one and two had that like oh, where you were looking like over the. Yeah, it was an overview. Yeah, an overview kind of thing. It wasn't the three D yep. down in the street thing. And yeah, if they wouldn't have changed that, that that franchise never would have reached the heights that it did. I agree. I agree. But I think that was through the first two were on PlayStation One and they knew they couldn't get the graphics they wanted. But yeah, when they switched it over, because I played one and two afterwards and I was like, Nope, not not enjoying this. <laughs> but everything from running over the hookers, again there's another hole in the game. <laughs> there's hoes in every game we play, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> running over the was, hookers. Was was but, GTA was GTA three the one where they started calling it hot coffee or was that four? That was four. Okay. You want to go yeah. get some hot coffee? Hot that coffee. was the that was the code word for <laughs> fuck a prostitute. <laughs> right. Exactly. Is three uh, the one where you're the you're the black kid? No, no, that's San Andreas. Three is the one okay. where you're the original uh guy, Tommy Versetti, uh in New York. Where he doesn't even right. talk or anything? Like there's any yeah. he doesn't even have any dialogue. Nope. <laughs> They're just no telling him to do shit over. and he's just staring at him. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yep. Still to this day, guys, when one of us are like, if I'm dead tired or one of my buddies is dead tired, we'll look at each other and do the opening line of the video game, which is, man, brother, my hands are all jacked up. You're going to have to drive us because we don't want to drive. It's <laughs> <laughs> our way of telling each other, take the wheel of the car. I want to get home. <laughs> Those games are so goddamn funny. Oh, yeah. Like, like, it's so fucking funny. Like, um, uh, when so said it was San Andreas, where you're the where you're the the black guy. Yeah, I played that one. Sorry, and, and sometimes I get crossed up with what version this was or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there was I was playing that one, and yeah, you could like pick your radio stations or whatever. Yeah. Well, I put it on. I just randomly put it on like a country channel. Like oh, country God. station, and it's just these these four gangbangers sitting in their car, and they're like, "Yeah, we gotta smoke this motherfucker," you know. And they're talking all this shit, and in the background, it's just "Queen of Hearts" by Juice Newton. Oh, <laughs> that is funny. I'm sitting in a room by myself, and I'm like, "This is the fucking funniest thing I've ever seen." Yeah. That. Now you see, Aaron. If you if back then there would have been Twitch streams, you probably would have been the most popular because you would have been making them do things they weren't supposed to do. <laughs> like we gotta smoke this motherfucker, clear with the clean arm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aaron, you're up next. Oh, that's so funny. Um, we just did no mercy, so I can't do that one. Um. I guess I'll put my other wrestling game. Um, is WCW versus the world? The originator. 
that is I the one that, that started the No Mercy, WrestleMania, Revenge, all of those games. THQ's first one. And it had like, um, it wasn't even originally a WCW game. It was a Japanese import, and they just plugged right. the WCW guys into it. Yep. But it would have like it would have the knockoff like Mr. Fuji and the knockoff this guy and the knockoff that yep. guy. They just have like different names or whatever, and you could change them right. if you wanted to. And it it was just a fun fucking game, and it had such a deep, like I don't know, I even remember how many fucking characters were on it. But it was like my you know, favorite like was that people on this. I, I I didn't realize it until like a month after I had the game. Somebody like they had a guy named Tarzan Boy, but I kept looking at the name and I'm like, that doesn't look like a guy who's Tarzan. And then one of my buddies is like, idiot, that's Terry Funk. I'm like, <laughs> why the hell did they name him Tarzan Boy then? You know what I mean? It made no sense. Uh, jumbo, <laughs> jumbo Tsunami instead of Jumbo Fujinami. The, the names were crap. I, I never understood them though. The unlockable characters were Glacier and Karate Fighting Muhammad Ali. It never made any sense. <laughs> That's my only knock. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was still I'm, a great game. Listen, I'm Team Aki Man, so. Yeah, Aki Man was the nuts on that game. Yeah, I think then they put, they put him on every one of them because it was what Aki was the company that made it or whatever. So all the on games the w- had all all the games had Aki Man on them. On the WWF one, you could you could uh, create him, but he wasn't in the game as a character. Okay, yeah, I couldn't remember. It's been well, so long. Played it. was. He I, had the I best moveset. He had the best moveset, too. That's <laughs> what I never understood. He was like the best. If I wanted to beat Hulk Hogan for the world title in revenge, I had to pick Aki Man. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Aki Man Ichiban. Ichiban. No, uh, World Tour was definitely a great game for the 64. Um, and the import version, Aaron, I played that once. And that one actually had better unlockables in it. Because you could unlock Rick Steiner, the Giant, and Jeff Jarrett in it. So I never understood why they just didn't do that with the WCW version. Weird. Yeah. It's it's probably some crazy stupid licensing thing. You know how it is. Probably like, there's probably, probably some the, something in some piece of paper in some contract somewhere that said they could only use this person or only use that person or whatever. Right. When that game came out, when WCW versus the World came out, there were like a few guys over here that tried to sue because they were like, "You're using my fucking likeness and not even paying me." Like uh, the That's most, funny. the one I remember the most is Fuji. Didn't they have an Abdullah the Butcher? And Ab- yep. Abdullah the Butcher in that they game, had everybody. too. They had everybody. <laughs> they had Brody. They had Abdullah. So they knew what they were doing. Changed the name slightly so no one will pitch. <laughs> the next one on my list may or may not be something either. I don't think Aaron doesn't usually play RPG games, so you probably haven't played it. But... Um, it's my second favorite RPG game of all time. My first one is the one that's on number one on my list. Elder Scrolls Three: Morrowind. I've heard great things about it. I've never played it. Don't even know anything about it. Yeah, it's that's fine. I mean, it's it it's it's just 
of all the RPGs I've ever played, and that includes anything that's been in like the newer, because some that's something I'll say about what you guys were talking about sports games. Right. That's one of the things where I find myself not playing RPGs as much as I used to because they way overcomplicate shit now. Like, because the games have gotten so much richer and the graphics and and the you know the the worlds can be so much bigger. It's almost like they overcomplicate things too much. Like as far as your char- building your character and blah 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 blah. But Morrowind was for the 360 and it's just it's an rpg that has a gigantic world a great story there's so many sides like you could play that game for months and not cover everything in it so that's it's just what a great game great game with a great world to play in and like i said i didn't i i knew aaron probably hadn't ever played it but um it's it's my uh <laughs> my my numero cuatro on my list when i try to play games like that Two things come to my mind when I start playing them. One, for one, I have ADHD. Okay. I used to take pills for it when I was a kid. So something like that, it, it I have a hard time with. And two, I'm like, I'm not smart enough to play this. Like, I don't know what's happening. I, <laughs> like, just tell me where to go and who to shoot, and I'll do that. <laughs> don't make me figure it out. That's like like any game where you gotta like sneak around. I can't do that shit. Like Assassin's Creed, or what's that one? Uh, the uh, um, Metal Snake or whatever. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Metal, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, where you gotta like fucking sneak up, and when you, you think you're about to do it, and then it's like, Bork! and you're like, oh shit! And you just like <laughs> slit your throat. It's like, god damn it! And I just right. get mad and quit. I'm like, I just spent thirty dollars on this. <laughs> See, I could play an Assassin's Creed. I can't even get out of the warehouse. Person. But there's certain games like that Elder Scroll. I tried to play it. Uh, there's another one called Fallout. There's an where you have to look at the text that's going on and then hit the button accordingly in order to do what they want you to do. It's like a puzzle game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. Uh, to throw the quarter at the cup, please put, press X and Y at the same time. While it's like what? And then by the time I learned it, three hours went by, and I'm like, okay, I'm giving this game back. I don't want to even look at it anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm I'm with Aaron on that. I can't get into games where they require that much thought. Yeah, and and like I said, the newer the newer ones, the newer RPG games that have come out probably since like, well, probably since Morrowind. Yeah, that like the the fourth the fourth Elder Scrolls that the sequel to Morrowind. I couldn't get into that just because like you guys are kind of describing. It's just too much. There's too much. I don't mind right. a big. I don't mind a big game with a big story and challenges and stuff. But God, don't make it so fucking complicated. I'm here to have fun. Right. <laughs> I'm here to escape reality, not make it worse. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like this is my job. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the fuck, I gotta do tasks and chores. But anyway, um, speaking of fun, um, we don't have to do it on the show, but Nate um, and Arch, after we're done, if you guys want to watch a video that I think is funny as hell, I'll, would you guys mind doing that? Yeah, not a problem. We don't have to watch it on the show because it's got music and shit, and I know it's a pain in the ass, Nate, but it's funny. But anyway, like, like I, I'm not knocking the RPG games or whatever. It's just, it's just not my bag. 
especially the ones where you got like multiple characters. What's that one gonna do? It's like, uh. And then they like jump up a couple spots and chin, 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 and you're like, oh, four plus four. It's like I don't know what's happening. Right. What's going on. Right. Like Final Fantasy. I was, like I don't know right. what's happening I was, I was in this just game. To say that. I was never a fan of the Final Fantasy. I never understood why it went from Final Fantasy one to Final Fantasy seven. Like, where were the other six? You know? <laughs> like eighty six versions of it. Right, but not all in, in not all in order. It's it just made no no sense. So now to show my age, my number three on my list is the original Super Mario Brothers for Nintendo. We talked about part three, and it is definitely the best of the of the titles. But man, I still play Super Mario Brothers. If they had it as an app on my phone, I'd play it. You know, you can't, that's how you can't. You would never find anybody our age that literally could not hum the entire soundtrack to the first Mario right. Brothers game. I mean, granted, right. there's only like three songs, but. You know, you, you you know that when you go into this, you know that when you go underground, it's gonna go. Dun, 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 dun. But see, that's, gonna say, that's that's the tits jam off of it. Boom, oh boom, yeah, boom. right. When I'm <laughs> running out, like if I'm if I'm in a rush to do something, my wife will laugh and wear the market, and I gotta get we gotta get set quickly and be somewhere. I'll literally go no 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 because I'm <laughs> rushing through. You know, and it's like okay, honey, yes. stop. We're not. There's no timer above your head. Stop it. You know, like how has no rap artist ever sampled? Right. That's never been used. I know of. But now it's yeah. a it's a fucking it's a fun ass game. Um, it's the one that um, I don't want to say it. It's the fucking OG of video games. If you wouldn't have Super Mario Brothers. If, if that cartridge of Super Mario Brothers slash Duck Hunt would have never came to fucking the States, the most we ever, ever had was Atari, and it would have just petered out. People wouldn't be playing video games today if it wasn't for Mario. I agree. You're up next, Eric. Um, my next one is the reason I asked if computer games were still considered video games and it is um the og original sim city i would just get I lost were, in that fucking game i thought you were gonna pick Oregon trail <laughs> <laughs> no sim, played the sim shit, city i played and... the shit out of that in school but no, um I... yeah the original the original sim city was super fucking fun oh yeah oh yeah it didn't i don't say like the Sim Cities later on became more like integral and and whatever. It was just a simple game that didn't try to overcomplicate it, but still you had to think about it, you know, like plotting and doing this, that, and like like zoning and all that. But it, it was a simple game and it was just fun, and you could just lose hours playing it. And you were talking about something like funny things in games earlier. Funny thing about Sim City is it is like. When shit would go south, like all of a sudden, like oh, the, quick, like the quick. southeast, the southeast corner of town is on fire or whatever. It's just like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> like you know, like things are going good. They're like, you're doing great, mayor. 
and then just it's just an explosion. And you're like, holy shit! <laughs> you just lost forty some. I just lost forty some citizens <laughs> and an entire two city blocks. Yeah, that's. Are you just that's, sitting there? Some calamity would be going. Fucking yeah, a tornado comes through. God, yeah, they would it. be going good. And it's, yeah, but, like, a man, taxes are up. I'm doing good. I'm like a fat cat, and then all of a sudden, tornado comes through, and your fucking <laughs> goddamn popularity goes down by like 82 percent, and then they run you out of town. That's my other favorite thing. It's <laughs> like the citizens have ran you out of town. <laughs> <laughs> no longer welcome in the town you created. Yeah. <laughs> that is good, good shit. That is, you reminded me of a game that I used to play for the original Nintendo called Vegas Stakes. And in the game, you'd be like gambling, and then somebody would come up to you and go, I'm down on my luck. Could you maybe help me with 20 bucks so I can get, get the, some gas? And if you gave them the 20, either you'd hear on the news that they sold your wallet. Or they'd come back and tell you, I gambled your 20 and I won $10,000, you know. But if you went broke in the game, the casino would come and escort you out. <laughs> but they, they, they knew you couldn't get any more money. You weren't going to reload. You were, Sir, you'll have to be leaving now. And then they'd show you yeah. on the side of the road with your pockets out and you just say, bad luck <laughs> over your forehead. You've been, <laughs> you've, been, you've been escorted out, broke, drunk, and disheveled. Right. So hearing hearing the citizens just voted you out of the town made me think of that. Yeah, I love when they just the, the citizens have ran you out of town. <laughs> it was good shit. <clears throat> the next one on my list, Aaron brought it up earlier. This one is on my list not because of anything having to do honestly with the story or the game, like the single player game itself, because I honestly was never a huge fan of it, but I got addicted to the multiplayer on the first Halo. Okay. I would play whoever, whoever, whether like Aaron said, where I wouldn't let him win or whatever, like whoever's sitting around, like my five-year-old daughter, hey, come over here. <laughs> We're going to play some Halo. Like I was so, I loved the multiplayer of that game the multiplayer feature of that game so much. Um, it was just, and it's, it's the best because I am also not a big first person shooter guy. I'm not a call of duty guy. I'm not, I don't, I'm not big on those type of games, but the multiplayer for the first halo was the shit. So. No, I agree. I have friends who still play it. Like Aaron said, when you, when he would put, try to play games with you, he'd like rage quit. I'm the same way. I can't play first person shooters. But I have buddies who still play Destiny and Halo till this mm-hmm. day. And the new gun came out. I'm like, the game is still around? They're like, yeah, the new <laughs> update came out. I'm like, wow. Talk about getting everything for your money. Because, right, you know, shit. there are some games you can give $60 on them, and it's like they're, they're obsolete a week later. This game has been going for three years strong, the newest version. So. That fucking Halo game. I'd fucking play it with other people that are innate too. I don't know why I always get roped into playing it, but they'd fucking like start right away and fucking now you get clipped like right away <laughs> and then you're gonna fucking respawn or whatever and you respawn and like the minute you respawn like here comes Nate like 
put yep. some of those sticky bombs on me and I blow up again. I'm like, <laughs> Nate knew exactly where you were going to. If I remember it, if I remember right, the game would stick it in your face and tell me tell you how many times you respawned. Yep. Yes, pretty much. You died this many times, loser. Yeah, you <laughs> suck. You respawned forty seven times. You piece of shit. You respawned more times than Jerry Lawler won the USWA Heavyweight Championship. Oh God, that's a lot. <laughs> That game was so goddamn frustrating. <laughs> well, Archie, what you got left? How many you got left? Uh, my, I have my last one because you, you took uh, No Mercy from me. And uh, I have it's another wrestling game. Uh, for PS2, SmackDown, here comes the pain. It is a game that I went through hell and back to find because they were sold out in my area. So I had to go all the way down to South Jersey, which is about an hour and a half ride to find it. Um, but when I finally did, I played that game for about three years solid. I didn't care about any of the new ones that were coming out. Mm-hmm. You know what Rock I mean? Rock on the cover, right? Yep. Rock on the cover. Uh, multi- you could do multiple finishers now. More storyline. You could climb the fist and jump off of it on, on the SmackDown Tron. You could uh, form a faction. Yes, you could form a faction. They released the, game uh, Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. What were you going to say? It's, uh, there's just like, it's funny because like they would use um, like um, wrestling jargon in it or whatever. So you'd just be like showing up and like Taz would show up in the fucking parking lot and be like, <laughs> you'd be like Steve Austin. And Taz would show up in the parking lot and be like, Funaki and Johnny Stamboli want to form a faction with you. Are you interested? You in, brother? They had the fake fake houses lingo. You in, brother? And I'd be like, no. (laughs) But the funny part is, the minute you would say no, they'd attack you. So you you were damned if you do and damned if you don't with them. You couldn't get away from, from whoever the bad guys were. Like, if they were B-list players, you still had to play against them afterwards. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, uh, Here Comes the Pain also was the, one of the first ones that up the create a wrestler. Uh, you know, the they call it sweets now. You know, how, how you could do the, the faces and the clothing and everything like that. Yeah. So it just made for the game to be better. If, they, if you didn't have Rob Van Dam in the game and you thought you were good at making Rob Van Dam, well, then you could have Rob Van Dam in the game. Oh. And um, I'll just say right now before Aaron goes next, just because you brought you brought up a a um, wrestling game, Archie. One of my honorable mentions is um, it's actually a game for your for your phone. It's Wrestling Empire. I've heard you guys talk about it before. I haven't downloaded it yet. Oh, you should. I play it every day. Wrestling Empire is fantastic. I heard the roster is pretty deep on it and things like I, that. I don't. I don't. Well, I don't play the matches on it. I just play the Booker, the Booker, um, right. the Booker. Uh, what do you want to say? The Booker game or whatever. But right. it's so much fun. You have literally like a recreation of pretty much every wrestler, and there's like nine different federations, and there's con- people jump over to this federation or that federation, and 
Yeah, I mean, you just, you, you just have to get into it to, to experience it, folks, but it's a fantastic game, Wrestling Empire, if you get a chance to check it out. I definitely will be checking it out, too. All right, Aaron, you're up. Um, can we pause a minute? I got to yeah. leave. Yeah, go ahead. All right, so... Excuse me, my number one, and it's my favorite video game of all time. And um, it's actually my favorite series of video games ever. But I'm going to go with this particular one is uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. I think it's um, not to sound nerdy or whatever, but I think it's one of the most... Um, aesthetically pleasing looking games and it's so in-depth and integral and there's so much different shit in it and it's a good story and you could get just get fucking lost in that goddamn thing and it's, you, it's just, you it's said you said you said the, you said the second one right two yeah okay i like one too like i like the first one i'm not a big fan of red dead revolver but most of the Red Deads are great, but the second one is the best one. It's my favorite video game of all time. No, yeah, I, I, I was gonna, I, I, I was gonna say I really enjoy I really enjoy those games too. I, I agree. like. There's times where I'll pick that game up on like a Sunday because we live in a small town, so on Sundays pretty much there's nothing to do, and I'll just ride around, like. I'll do good shit at, in the day. Like, I'll help people and stuff. But, like, at night, I'll leave camp and I'll ride around on my horse. And then I'll just, like, lasso people that are out just trying to mind their own business. See all their money. <laughs> 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 like, during the day, I'm the nicest guy in the world. I'll help anybody. <laughs> but at night, at night, he calls himself the Midnight Rider. <laughs> Like I just stab somebody. And I'm like, <laughs> but That's funny. no, it's just it, you can just do whatever you want in that fucking game, and I don't know. It, it, it's just it's a great, like I said, it's a great story, and um, it's just a fun fucking game that you can just get lost in in my opinion i can get lost in that game more than i can get lost in like a grand theft auto i just enjoy well, it so that's, much that's what i was gonna say that's what i love about the red 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 Dead redemption series it's like grand theft auto but in cowboy times you know what i mean because you could steal somebody's horse you, like you said you can lasso somebody you could pick a fight with somebody it, it allows you to just walk around and do whatever you want mm-hmm it's it's, you know, it's got it's got it's got a lot of crazy shit in it, but it also makes me think about um, nowadays. Like we were talking about, like when you saw like the sixty four, we were just all like, "Oh my god, look at this thing!" Imagine what it was like for those people. You know what I mean? Like life used to probably be insane. Like the first time somebody blew something up. Imagine that. Like, <laughs> Holy shit. Like every everything I I feel everything 
for the most part, has been discovered through accident. You know what I mean? Right. Like, the first thing that blew up was an accident. And they were like, holy shit! Like, what the fuck was that? And then somebody was like, well, we put this thing with that thing and this thing with that thing, so that's probably what caused it. So then when they figure it out, they're like, oh, I figured it out. Then they try it, and they blow something else up, and then they bring everybody around. It's what I'm, I might be getting a little out of it, but do you get what I'm saying? Like, anyway, um, that's kind of like what that game does. Like, these characters, like um, John Morrison and Arthur, they're kind of like Forrest Gump. Like, they're just going along the story, and they just keep encountering these people that have these different things. Like, um, the one where the guy's trying to learn how to fly, and, like, He's in a blimp now, and he's or not a blimp, but he's like in a hot air balloon now, and he's doing this and he's doing that. This, these characters are just like cowboys that are just being in like, um, how do I say it? Like engrossed in this time that's changing for them, and it, it's just a fun fucking game, and the stories are good. Like, and and when you think shit's going good, it's kind of like Sim City where you're just like, you shit, oh, shit's going good now. We're gonna make it, and then all of a sudden you're now on a fucking island because your boat capsized or whatever. It's it's just a great fucking story. I love the fucking games. I might have rambled yeah. a little too much about it. Well, that's all right. Right. No, 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 no. I do no. too. And it, it, I think, I think one of the reasons it appeals to me is like I was talking about with the. The RPG games that I used to like, like you said, you have this big open world where you can do so many things and encounter so many different characters. Right. You could, you could, you basically, if you are bored and just want to go walk around in that area or in another area or whatever, like there was an episode, I don't know if you guys watched The Big Bang Theory, but I love Sheldon, that Sheldon was having a bad day. Leonard comes home and he's like, What are you doing? I was just having a big bad day, so I went for a walk. He's like, Sheldon, you're playing Red Red, Red Dead Redemption 2. She's like, yeah, I just wanted to walk around the Old West. He's like, I'm so stressed, I need a drink. And he I goes into like the right. saloon, and he gets a drink. Right, right. So it offered him this great. game. It offered him and this I've, game. I've beat, I've, I've beat it multiple times, and then I downloaded it a while back, and I'm like, I'm going to play this fucking game again. <clears throat> and... 90% of the time when I put, when I turn it on and play it, I ain't doing the fucking missions. And like the side characters. Like there's a side character that like um, he bets you like money because he's a better shooter than you. He's the greatest shooter in Mexico and he's here now and he wants you to shoot bottles off of rocks or whatever. Right. And says, you know, I'll bet you the money to do it. So I just looked at him and just shot him in the face and took the money. Funny. Oh my <laughs> God, Aaron. Oh my God. <laughs> like I'm the biggest asshole in Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> well, my number one is also you know it's your number one video game when like you guys were talking about you play it over and over and over and yep. over again. Yep. And this game was for the original Xbox. And I think on my original Xbox, which I still have around here somewhere, I probably played it easily ten times. And then they re-released it for the Nintendo Switch. And I've played it two, two, two and a half. I'm halfway through another play on it of that game. And it 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 
it goes back to my two biggest fandoms are wrestling and Star Wars. And it's a Star Wars game, and it is Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Good game. Um, you can the, the thing that appealed to me so much about it when it first came out, being a Star Wars geek, was the way you play the game as the game goes on, you're light side or dark side. So that can have an outcome on the on the end of the story. So you can be you can be more Jedi or more Sith. So then you know. So you play it, the, the first time you play it, you play it like uh, straight laced. Like, how am I going to wind up? We'll see how I wind up. Then the next time you play, you're like, I'm just going to be a fucking bastard, evil ass, like <laughs> Palpatine level, Palpatine level villain this heel. time. Yes. It's more fun to be but, the bad guy. Yeah, I've Always. played that game so many times. And it is, without a doubt, my favorite video game of all time. I think just because, again, it's it goes back to how big of a Star Wars fan I am. And just right. the open up the, the just the the way the way you can play and the different missions and and the characters, you know, and depending on how you act, the other characters respond to you in kind, you know, like you may you may you may find that this guy is your ally this playthrough because he's more evil and you're more evil, or this time you're more good, so this character's up more on your side. And it's just like I said, for me personally, that's my favorite video game of all time. I'll, uh, I'll make you a statement, Nate. I don't think there's a Star Wars game that's come out dating back to even, like, the old Nintendo that I've ever disliked. You know what I mean? There were the old arcade games where you got to fly in a, you know, T-Fight, a TIE Fighter. You know what I mean? Uh, the ones that came out for 64. Uh, maybe the pod racing one wasn't really that great because it was just racing. Yeah. But the storyline... Star Wars games are always great to just sit there and play. You know what I mean? Play through. And now so, in the uh, in the in the modern era of Star Wars, now the games actually intertwine with the movies and the TV shows and stuff. Right. So when you're when you're playing a game, it literally is part of the story. You know, like the video they talk about all the time now. The the characters that are in the video games sometimes those characters show up in the TV shows and stuff now. Right. So, yeah. It's yep. it's. But yeah, Knights of the Old Republic, numero uno. All right. Well, I'm oh. going to get into my honorable mentions real quick. I only have three, but I'm going to do them quickly. Um, Tiger Woods PGA Tour for any of the systems, really, even to the, to today's date, the graphics only got better. The story, there's a storyline involved where you get, you know, like uh, your your deals and you know shoe deal and everything like that. It, it really you know, for a sports game, it allows you to just, you know, have fun and feel what it's like to be a golfer. So I've always liked Tiger, the Tiger Woods games. Madden, um, you know, if you're a football fan, again, the graphics only kept getting better with Madden. It's like watching a Monday Night Football game now when you do actually get to play a, a game uh, as yeah. opposed to hiring the water boy and setting up the uh, the athletic table. Um <laughs> And finally, uh, an old game for Sega, NBA Jam. If you're a basketball fan or a cartoony video game fan, NBA Jam was definitely the the go-to for me it, when it came it, to it, having fun. You don't even you don't even have to be a basketball fan to like that game. You just right. like arcade games, right? Yeah, right. And kind of along the lines you were saying. One of my honorable mentions, obviously, I kind of mentioned it earlier, are the EA NHL games. Um, right. 
those those usually aren't as like you were saying about having to like and the NHL games you can they'll they'll propose trades and different things like that, but you don't have to you don't have to like get so integral about it. And then well, another one, another series that I'll give an honorable mention to because they're all really good is the Castlevania games. Very good games, yes, yes. And incidentally, one of my favorite NHL NHL games, going back to the '64, was NHL. I think it was '98 for Nintendo '64 because yeah. it had the fighting, it had the, the you know the storyline of you playing through a season, and it actually allowed you to you know enjoy a hockey game. So I'm, I'm a fan of hockey too. I'll play any sports game once. And if I like it, then I got to buy it. So, yeah. But Castlevania, definitely a, a good storyline driven game. Um, I know they re-released it not that long ago. I want to say a couple of years back, they have a newer one. And it's mind blowing how different they've made the game. Yeah, it is. It is. I was disappointed in the TV series though. I haven't watched it yet. Is it that? I, I, well, and I, I'm an anime guy. I like anime, right. and the, right. t- the Castlevania, the Castlevania TV, the TV series they made for Netflix is anime style. I just could not get into it. They, it's either they tried too hard or didn't try enough. I can't tell, but it's just right. it didn't, it didn't, it didn't satisfy me at all. Understandable. Only two honorable mentions, and you guys shit on one of them earlier. Just saying. Um, I actually the first Grand Theft Auto. I would sit and just play that game for hours. Driving around that city, jumping over the bridge, doing all your thing, answering the payphone, and some guy like, I need you to go do this. See, you know, it's like it was just fun. It was campy and and silly, and I just enjoyed it. And like see here's I the it was thing. a fun fucking game. If I would have played part one and two first and then got to part three, I might have enjoyed them more. But to go from part three and then play part one is like, what is this? This is not Grand Theft Auto. You know what I mean? So that's the only reason why I said I didn't enjoy it. But that's the only time, like, I can say that, like, I had, like, my girlfriend at the time, like, I'd play that fucking game and she would be like, are you still playing that fucking game? (laughs) You need to go do something. Like she'd take a nap and then wake up, and I'm still playing that fucking game. So you're still playing that fucking game? I'm like, yeah, it's fucking fun. But I, just, I enjoyed that. And then um, my second one was what Nate brought up was I put an honorable mention for Wrestling Empire just because I think it's great. And th- and that game's evolved so much, and he doesn't even need to evolve it anymore. Like before, I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, we need another one, you know? It's like, nah, it's 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 perfect how it is now. Mike Dickey has done a great job. I agree. Well, everybody, that is a wrap for the video game edition of the We Can't Wrestle podcast. We'll be back soon with another show. Probably do another match of the week or something to that effect, a wrestling topic and then a non-wrestling topic. So that being said, unless you guys have anything else. I'm good. Stick around and watch my video. I don't want to make Nate pull up. All right. Well, with that, we will we will uh, see you guys next time on the We Can't Wrestle podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your support, and have a great week, everybody.